Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, I have Rick Green, founder of PatriotAcademy.com, radio host, author, national speaker, and former Texas State representative. Representative, my are you an accomplished guy? How are you, Rick? <laughs> Welcome. Hey, Dr. Richie, pleasure to be with you, man. I'm honored to be on your show. I appreciate you being a lover of truth and free speech and fighting for those things and what you believe in. Not uh, you know, not many people out there have civil discourse like you have on your program. I wish we had more people doing that. So just want you to know I appreciate your style and what you do. Uh, I think you either have civil discourse or civil war. So you're a patriot in my book. You're trying to save the nation through civil discourse. Thanks for seeking truth and giving me a chance to be a part of the program and say what I believe, hear what you believe, and have some intellectual curiosity back and forth. Appreciate it, man. Well, brother, I appreciate that sentiment. I hope you feel the same by the end of this conversation, okay? <laughs> yeah, that might All be right. the last nice thing I say today. We'll see. <laughs> right. Let me ask you, man, I, I don't want to presume what you know or believe about um, you know, freedom of speech, Second Amendment rights, etc. cetera. Yeah. Uh, so give us some of your thoughts, your sentiment as it relates to those items. Uh, well, you know, to have a free society, you have to have both of those things. The founding fathers called the uh, right to uh, keep and bear arms, the first law of nature, the palladium of all of our li other liberties. So you've got to have that in order to have free speech. And then, of course, free speech itself. You know, like I said, without civil discourse, man, we become more splintered. We we start hating on each other. Uh, we start looking for violent ways to to settle our disputes. I think free speech is essential to a society like ours. I, I actually, I'm not saying this to. Uh, you know, just be, be nice. I, I think we need more shows like yours so that people from very different persuasions, we may not agree on anything. We're going to find out today if we agree on anything. But to be able to have this civil discourse, I think it's a shame right now that we've shut that down in our nation in so many ways and prevented it. So I'm thankful for the opportunity to discuss it. But I think those are inherent natural rights that God gave to every single one of us. And government's job is to protect them. So let's talk about let me first start with freedom of speech, right? Yeah. Because when we talk about the constitutional freedom that government should protect, we're we're really talking about um, an opportunity to exercise a right and the government not infringing upon that right. But I think some people conflate your freedom of speech with the freedom to say whatever you want to say, however you want to say it in any forum. That's not the same, right? Yeah. So let me give an example. I agree There's with that. There's a class action lawsuit right now, and I'm, I know you're familiar. It's being launched by Donald Trump. He knows it's a fool's errand. The attorneys who filed it, they know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm, I'm in my second year in law school. I know that it's a fool's errand, right? Uh, but they're claiming that social media, these big social media companies, have infringed on their constitutional right, freedom of speech. Well, that's not what the Constitution says. <clears throat> Do you agree with me? That this Donald Trump lawsuit that says this is a violation of my freedom of speech for me not to be able to post on Twitter. Don't you think one that's misguided based on what the Constitution says and two, it erodes at the legitimate claims when the government does infringe on constitutional liberties. 
Yeah, I think first of all, the, the principle is that the Constitution is there to protect you from the government, not from a private actor. Uh, you don't have to have me on your program. So I can't call you up and say, hey, my constitutional free speech right says you have to give me time on, on your program, on your platform. If I'm holding a big seminar or an event, uh, no one can force their way on stage to get to exercise their free speech. Those are those are all you know our decisions because we created that platform. I think there's a difference with some of these social media giants that have been given government protections and government is colluding with some of these social media giants, telling them what speech to shut down, what speech to allow. So at that point, it becomes a government actor and they're sort of like the brown shirts enforcing government's will in that place, in that particular instance. And in this instance, actually shutting down anyone that has a narrative that doesn't fit with the government narrative. We've seen it with the COVID fascism across the country, preventing people from even being able to talk about proven cures and treatments that work with COVID. That's <laughs> that's bad for the country, it's bad for science, it's bad for for Come freedom. on now, Rick, Yeah, Rick, let, let's bring this thing back. Let's bring it back, brother. When you say that these uh, companies are being controlled by the government as far as what regulation happens. Well, not controlled, uh, I said in collusion with. Well, where's, where's your proof that they are doing this in order to restrict speech? Well, Jen Psaki admitted it, Joe Biden has admitted it. They've actually said, we're telling them uh, the types of things we want shut down. So, I mean, I mean, they've admitted it. I've been a victim of it. I've seen the, I, I've been- Tell me how you were a victim, explain it. Well, well, they prevented me from even talking about scientific studies, from being able to have doctors now, who are who they, in brother? the field. Uh, in this case, it was Facebook. So, you know, Facebook is, decided- Is Facebook the government? Uh, Facebook is not the government, but it is an actor for the government if government is telling them to do something. And also you have the other issue of government protecting Facebook. So once you, you know, if you're out there totally private, absolutely, I agree. You should uh, be able to uh, hire It doesn't work that way, will. Rick. You ought to be able to, you know, not, not mm. allow speech on your platform if you want. But if government is giving you special protection based on your promise to be neutral. It doesn't work that way, brother. And to let me speak or you speak, and then you turn around and stop your speech because they don't like what you're saying. Now you've created a real problem. Let me tell you, brother, it doesn't work that way. Now I'm gonna read what the Constitution says because it's not statutory. It's actually codified in the Constitution through a congressional restriction, okay? The Constitution says Congress shall make no law. Let me repeat that, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, abridging the freedom of speech or press, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, or the right of the people to uh, protest and assemble peaceably, right? Right. Okay, so very clear, there's a very clear directive here from the Constitution. The United States Congress cannot statutorily pass a law to infringe on your freedom of speech. However, we already have statutory common sense restrictions on speech. They have existed for a long time. Sure. If you curse in front of children, there are some states that have state laws saying, well, that's child abuse. Even though I disagree with that law, that is statutory in many states, including there's a version of that in Texas as well in your state. If you play loud music, you have a noise issue, right? Even though music has been ruled as a First Amendment protection, if you play it too loud, it's a nuisance, it's an issue, right? right. And you also have the regulation of speech that may harm other people. You cannot yell fire in a crowded building. There's no fire, people get hurt. You can be charged and arrested and convicted. So yeah, you definitely have these particular rights. That's why we can engage. But you don't think it becomes messy when you say something like, well, Facebook has government protections. Well, 
Everybody, companies have government protections all across the board. There is no company that exists in the United States of America, Rick, without a certain level of government protection. You know why? Because the prerequisite to be a company is you have to be recognized by a government agency in order to operate. Well, in some cases, sure, and 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 you know, I'm not suggesting that you don't have government protections for other people, but this is a specific protection for free speech. In other words, it's a it's a protection to say we're going to let you not, and we're going to protect you from being sued. You know, so you get immunity; they can't sue you for things that are said on your platform if you are neutral. So it's basically a deal with the devil, right? So they're going to do business with the government and say protect us from lawsuits, and we will let everybody say whatever they want, and then they turn around. And shut you down because they say, "Hey, Dr. Ritchie's saying stuff we don't agree with or we think is dangerous." And you got some 23-year-old, you know, uh, content, uh, you know, reviewer at Facebook deciding that what you're saying shouldn't be allowed in in polite society. That's a real problem. Whenever you're using that protection the government's giving you well, to now silence people. Plus, it's a utility issue too. They've become the okay. essentially the public utilities for discussion. Yeah, but they're not. Um, and, and I know they're powerful and they're strong, and I don't agree with everybody they censor. I don't agree that everybody they have censored should have been censored. But I also know constitutionally that is not the government or Congress passing a law to abridge or infringe on uh, your protected speech, right? It's a private entity. And it's interesting to me because typically you guys have always been on the side, and I mean conservatives when I say you guys, you have always been on the side of private companies being able to regulate their consumer interaction and allowing the consumer to judge the company. You also are typically for deregulation of companies. You don't want to see companies, private companies having more regulatory standards, but that's what lawsuits do. Or that's what this lawsuit aims to do is to create a government regulation of private companies. So explain this to me. How are you on a platform and promote a platform that's antithetical to government regulation while supporting a lawsuit that's begging for the government to regulate private companies? Yeah, I mean, it's 100% intellectually honest and consistent to say the government should not be involved in what's happening between private businesses and the consumer. But if government does get involved and interject itself between that, that private business and the consumer, then certain other regulations are, are going to apply. And that's what happen, is happening here. I'm all for social media giants having absolutely no regulation on them and the government not getting involved if they give up the protection. If section 230 goes away, then we have no case, we have no argument. Donald Trump has no argument to say that you're treating me different than you're treating the other consumers and you're using now, why your do government you think, protection to do that. Now, I'm sorry, I didn't do that. Why do you think that Donald Trump is actually being treated differently than others? Explain that to me. Sure, I mean, we're silencing him, removing him from Twitter for stating- Because he violated their community standards and rules. Yeah, so what are those community standards and rules? Whatever they allow they violent say people, they, they allow all kinds of nasty things on Twitter. And yet they're gonna stop the president of the United States from giving his, I think, well-reasoned and backed up <laughs> by data opinions. Come in on, most Rick, cases. Rick. Now granted, he does go off on Rick. some things. But listen, you're gonna silence the president of the United States. He's not and the president, not brother. People that are involved in terrorism and all these other things. I mean, it's a double right. standard. You don't all think right, it's so a double Rick. standard, seriously? Rick, uh, Rick, listen, listen to yourself. First of all, you do know he's no longer the president, right? Well, at the time they banned him, he was. And, okay. and even if but we just you, say former, you, I would argue you, that former no, president, no, I wouldn't want for, Barack Obama former president. Silenced. I wouldn't they, want Barack Obama silenced. He's an important well, voice in the culture for the left. When Trump was banned, okay, he was banned 
because of his violation of community standards. The truth is, brother, he should have been banned while he was president if you looked at it moment by moment, item by item. But he was not, he, you know, they waited till the end of the presidency and then they decided to ban the guy. But let's be very clear. What was the community standard that he violated? Uh, inciting uh, violence. Inciting uh, violence. Oh, let, let, me, let me finish. Retweeting uh, information that could be that could become riotous, and also racism or retweeting racist uh, tweets that he was warned on and did not stop. So these things were uh, aggregating over time, and he should have. So have they done the, the same thing to to other members of the community that incited violence uh, during riots last summer, for instance, or they did. encouraged yes, they people to take to the streets? Did they? They have. Did they? They did. They yeah. They they actually kicked off. Over a million individuals, I gave them penalty for doing the same thing. Yes. Okay, people that like Kamala Harris that encouraged people to take to the streets and <laughs> uh, and bailed out people that 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 were involved in violent riots, not peaceful riots. All right, uh, so let, let's, okay, I don't remember Rick, that. Give me a second, brother, because you're shoveling a lot of bull ish on the show. So let me try to get through some of it. Back All to right. facts. Okay. Um, one, when you look at the Twitter platform or any of these other platforms and you say, oh my gosh, they're singling out Donald Trump. Well, Why I, they single out me. So it's a, I'm taking, I'm, oh, I don't on, want to Rick. defend Donald Trump. I'll Rick, defend allow myself. Me finish, uh, let me defend. Yeah, I'm sorry, okay? go ahead. And you yeah. all say this is a big conspiracy um, against those that are conservatives. That's really the genesis of the lawsuit, the um, class action part, the class action element is about conservative content. Right. I haven't looked at his lawsuit, but I I okay. know from personal experience that most of the people that are being banned or silenced are on the conservative side of the aisle. Okay, uh, that's because y'all don't know how to behave. And so, <laughs> well, and so let me. Yeah, yeah but it's okay. interesting because you okay. all are what the same I, what guys. What have I done that that didn't behave correctly by sharing? Rick, you all are the same studies. guys. Let me make this point, man, because I find it really <laughs> fascinating. You all are the same people that will tell, uh, let's say. A citizen, a black citizen gets pulled over, right? And they're not immediately compliant, right? And you always say, people on your side of the aisle will say, all they have to do is comply, follow the rules, and this would not have happened to them. And then you all openly and actively violate every rule in front of you and rules that are set by private companies that you all supported that can set rules. You say these companies can do this. And then as soon as they start enforcing the rules, as soon as they say, this is a standard and you're violating the standard. Now you want the federal government or federal judges to regulate those companies. And remember brother, if this is about conservative ideology and conservative content, you explain this to me. Why is it that Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, Charlie Kirk, why they still on all of these platforms? Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, why they still there if this is only about silencing conservative voices? Well, you conflated a lot of issues there, but I'll take the last one that that you mentioned. Uh, Candace Owens has been banned at times. Uh, there have been some she, of the big she's names, still active. but and she had to file suit for to to get back on some of those platforms. So I, she I mean, filed an appeal. I, I, and most of the time, they pick on the smaller folks like me, right? That don't have the same resources, the same large platform in other areas, and that's the usually the people they're shutting down. But hey, look, at least we can agree that we want free speech. We want people to be able to say what they believe, right? Let the marketplace decide if I'm crazy or you're crazy. Let us say what we believe. But that's, Again, not what you're, that's not what you're proposing, Rick. You're oh, proposing sure a government solution. Remember, the private companies 
have- no, I'm proposing get the government out of it. I'm proposing get rid of section 230, no government protections for these private entities. Well, Let the, them live the or die on, on their private market choices. Yeah. Okay, Rick, section 230 deals with a public policy issue as it relates to the responsibility and liability of these particular companies right. uh, in relationship to uh, defamation. Right, that's what I was explaining earlier. If you get that protection that says nobody can sue me because I let somebody say something on the platform, that's, you that's now not have a responsibility. What, that, that's to not have what. That's not the that's not the fullness of the element. The element that you're talking about says because of public policy and and these free flowing ideas, we're going to have to treat social media um, like let's say um, a, a venue, okay, where people get to congregate. And they can talk about what they want to talk about. It's like the town square, but the town square can be regulated. The town square can have rules. The town square can have regulation and enforcement of that regulation. So the court said, we have to now look at social media as a de facto town square. Now, do you in every circumstance want to sue the person who's in the town square or controlling the Times square or um, are you going to allow free flowing ideas with a regulatory standard and not open for everybody to sue you because one person says something about another? You're still able to sue the person. If somebody defames you, you can file a tort against that person. It's about a public policy. Public policy yeah. has been here for a long time as it relates to other um, forums and events. If I went to, let's say you go to church, right? Absolutely. If I went to your church, brother, on a Sunday morning and I said something defamatory about you, I defamed you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I said, hey, you know, this guy did A, B, and C to me, and it was a lie. But you can't sue your church. You cannot sue your pastor for that. You cannot sue the deacon board. You can only sue me. And that was the logic of the court. Why do you disagree with that logic? Well, again, because you're you're shutting down the speech before it even happens. You're not even giving people the opportunity. No, you shut it down after it happens. That's that's opposite of what we're talking about. You're literally talking about somebody saying something and then Rick being shut down on a private platform because of the reaction based on the standard of the community. It's it's no it's no different. I mean, it's actually a good comparison. It's no different than preventing someone from having an event in the public square and being able to have free speech at that event, even before they've had the chance to express themselves. I mean, is it the whole reason that that you know MLK called the uh, prevention of uh, the marches in Birmingham an unjust law because you're not giving people the chance to come out and speak there and say what they believe? There you go, Rick, trying to evoke the name of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. To I'm not allowed to do that. I mean, he's Hell, one of the greatest no, heroes in American history. Why am I not allowed to use MLK? Not for a lie, brother. Hell to the null. So let for me a lie. let me What's correct let me correct that for you. Yeah, give me the lie. The laws that Dr. King was talking about were based on racist application. That's right. Where they I would agree. file all of the proper paperwork in order to have a regulated march in yep. that particular city. Exactly. Well, they would deny based on the grounds of racism, okay? Exactly. That is no, I agree not, with that. That is not comparable, brother, to a uh, to a legal finding, to a court ruling that says social media is like a venue. And when something happens in a venue construct, meaning right. a person says something bad about you, 
or a person says something that the venue disagrees should be part of the community. Then the company is not in violation of your freedom because it's not the government. And the company has a good faith obligation to do proper regulation of what's being shared. And you can't sue the company just because somebody did it on their platform, just like you could not sue your pastor if I walked into your church on Sunday and started to defame you. So let me go, let me go back to the comparison. So it's the same, it's the same outcome. Whether you prevent the speech because of the race of the person or the belief of, of the person. So the racist Democrats, as they've always done, the racist Democrats in the South were preventing black individuals from, from being able to express their beliefs in those examples. That's the racist Democrat me, way. That's why we've had white only primaries by the Democrats and, and Brother, all the Jim Crow laws question. were racist Democrats. Okay, I mean, that's, that's the history of the party. Yeah, so there were plenty of racist Democrats. There are a whole bunch of racist Democrats today. Uh, but I, I guarantee you this. I guarantee you this, brother, uh, and I just ask you, um, members of the KKK today, how many how many of them do you think are Republicans? I don't even know if there are any members of the KKK. Come on, anymore. man. Come on, brother. The KKK, since the KKK. you brought it up, though, this is important. 100%. This is Let very, me give very you the number. 100%. KKK is in the congressional records as an arm of the Democrat Party. That's what it was created for. Why? To harass black. And white Republicans of the roughly 48,000 of them were whites. Why? Because they want to respond to that before the time is up. The reason why you say what you just said, the reason why you said it is because you sit in a seat of privilege, okay? I don't give a damn as a black man what political ideology those racist SOBs prescribed to or subscribed to back. Uh, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. You can sit where you're at and make it a partisan argument. I don't give a damn about that party affiliation. Racism is racism, period. And Agreed. the point about Dr. That. King that you missed is that it was actually the government discriminating against Dr. Martin Luther King That's Jr. Right. And it was right. not a private company in that situation. But brother, Agreed. all of it is based on racism in the 60s, not comparable to what you're trying to do today through social but media. The principle of preventing speech for because you disagree right. with someone because you hate them for whatever it's reason. Brother, you can hate them you don't get race. to say whatever you, you want to say in a private establishment without enforcement, common sense enforcement. Come on, man. I, I missed that. I'm sorry. What was what were you saying? You don't get to say whatever you want to say in an establishment that you don't own because you feel like saying it, brother. You don't get to do that. You can't walk not, on Facebook and call me the N word just cause you wanted to and think you should stay on Facebook or Twitter or anywhere else. I'm not disagreeing with that. If All right, thank you, you made my point. All right, yeah. I gotta go brother, producer's telling me to wrap it up. I hey, appreciate it right. being on the show. Enjoy right. being with you, Dr. Richie. God bless thank you, have you. a good we'll, one. We'll bring you back brother.